You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we're setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, entrepreneur, pageant queen, and U.S. Navy lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up, world? It's your host, Kelly Hall, and I'm going to give it to you guys straight today because I feel like people really overcomplicate this idea of collaborating with brands on social media. And it's honestly not that hard. I mean, it does take work. So don't listen to this podcast if you're not willing to work because we work here, folks. That's very misunderstood. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everything takes work. But in all honesty, I think being a prior entrepreneur definitely has helped me in the social media world because once upon a time, I was a hot and blossoming photographer. And I did run my own business, Kelly Renee Photography, from 2016 until 2019. I've really stopped since I got to LA. But those business skills have really come far. And the reason why is because I know what businesses are looking for. I know what they need. I know what like kind of angle they're coming from. You know, they're looking for content. They're looking for exposure. They're really just looking for a way to get their name out, right? Because they're very passionate about what they do. That's what business owners are. They're just passion monstrosities of the world out there just killing it and giving it all they got. I was looking for the word powerhouse, not monstrosity. They are passion powerhouses. That's what I would call business owners. Whether it's like, oh, I own a floral shop. Boom. Here's the forest coming to life in our wedding venue. Like they are just so passionate about what they do. Um, But partnering with brands doesn't have to be that difficult. If you've tuned in previously, I did a podcast about how to build your brand on Instagram. Tune into that. I think it's like episode 38 or 39. Can't remember. But go back on my episodes, season one, and check that out because you really need to nail that first before you start collaborating with brands you need to know what you do, who you are, what you stand for. Like you can't really reach out to a brand and be like, hi, I'm Kelly. I just really love Instagram. Give me free stuff. Like, no, you have to pitch a sale to them. You are the business you're selling to them. What do you do? Who are you? What are you passionate about? These are all the things that you need to become very, very clear in your brand. So first and foremost, figure out your brand. All right, I'm not going to get into the weeds. Like I said, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but your brand is what you stand for. Who are you? What are you sharing and what are you teaching? If you can't answer that by looking at your Instagram, you're not branding yourself correctly. So you need to give off this image on Instagram with your photos and with your content of who you are, what you stand for, and what you're teaching. That's really what the audience wants. If they're going to follow you on Instagram or follow you on social media, whether it's TikTok or vlogging or YouTube or whatever, 
your audience wants to learn something from you or they want to gain something from you. Maybe it's just, you know, the breath of fresh air that comes across your personality. Maybe it's because you're a business owner. Maybe it's because you're a blogger. Maybe you're in the fashion industry. Maybe you're a struggling artist. Whatever it is, you're teaching them something about your life and that's why they're following you because they're gaining something from you. So nail down that brand first. I'm going to speak about my brand my brand is difficult. <laughs> I've really had to nail it down over the years because, you know, I'm passionate about a lot of things. Because I mentioned I was a photographer. I was an event coordinator for a little bit. I've always been passionate about connecting women, passionate about speaking, modeling. Oh, and I'm in the Navy. Like there was just all of these things I was kind of juggling in the air. Well, over time, I started focusing on what I was being asked about the most. And that really turned into kind of confidence building tips. People wanted to know how I became so confident, why I'm so confident, how I could help them become more confident, which is what led into my motivational speaking and eventually my podcast. So that confidence piece was huge. And then the connecting and inspiring women. I used to host events a lot. So that was pre-COVID life. Um, So that kind of became part of my brand. The modeling aspect of it, is I you know I don't wholeheartedly only model, but that is kind of what I use to leverage my platform. You know, I want to prove that you can do both. You can be feminine and in the military. That's part of my brand. So really all encompassing, I'm teaching women how to build their confidence and how to build a healthy lifestyle and how to connect with others and to make them have a healthier, more balanced, confident life. You know, that's what I want when you come to my page. So it's not just all military. It's not just military tips. It's not just fashion. It's not just this. It's really this all-encompassing confidence building and relatable brand. That's what I want. I feel like I should really get better at pitching that. I should probably take notes on my own podcast. But yeah, so with that, I kind of know at this point if something's going to mesh well with my brand. Like, Is it going to help me teach people how to build confidence? Is it going to help empower others? Is it going to be aligned with what I've taught people so far about loving themselves or building their confidence or how to manage a multi-passionate lifestyle? If it doesn't fall into those categories and I'm not really working with brands who don't do that, you know what I'm saying? So for example... If you're a fitness influencer, you're not going to be partnering with a ton of cosmetics companies unless your brand is fitness and femininity. Like, oh, look at the type of makeup I'm wearing while I'm working out. Like you're working with exclusively like fitness brands typically. It would be really random for you to throw in a makeup post and be like, oh, look at all these brands I use. You would want to stick with, you know, what are you using when you work out? Prepping your workout bag. What are you eating? What's making it easier for you at the gym? What products are you using? Like those types of things really fit into your fitness brand. You're not going to throw in a wrench and be like, oh, and by the way, I'm sponsored by Marriott and I'm going on a vacation today. It's going to be like, wait, what? I'm totally confused. Your followers are there to learn about your fitness routine. So for me, that's building confidence and empowerment. And that's my brand is showing women that they can do it all. So step number one is nailing down that brand and then providing content for your brand. Because if you don't have a brand and you don't have content for your brand, you can't really start connecting with other companies and brands. So number one, you need to have your brand and you need to have content for your brand. So that way when companies look at your Instagram, they're like, ah, 
I understand her. I understand what she's doing here. I understand the message she's delivering to us and I want to work with her. So work on those things first. But then the next part of that is finding companies that align with your brand. So I'm only going to work with companies that align with my brand. You know, I've had lingerie companies reach out to me. I've had several more sensual, sexy companies reach out to me about posting about, you know, body oils and things like that. And they want more provocative posts. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> like that doesn't really align with my very family friendly military brand over here of empowering women. I'm not going to really take it in that direction because that's not really what I've been providing so far. So you need to make sure it aligns with your brand. So now how, how do you start working with these companies, how do you even find them? It's as simple as this. When I was in Columbus, I really started putting a lot of passion into my Instagram, which sounds weird, but I was really figuring out my brand. And that was, I'm in love with small businesses. I love connecting and empowering others. And I love supporting other women to make them feel more confident. How do I do that? So I was connecting with local spas like skin and sugar and saying, Hey, you make women feel amazing. So why don't we collaborate? And I would find, you know, other companies, other brands, my ultimate goal is to help build confidence and empower others. So what are companies that are going to help me do that? So first I would start in your local area. If you are in, let's say Springfield, Ohio, look up the hashtag, hashtag Springfield, small businesses, hashtag Springfield local companies, hashtag Springfield spas, hashtag Springfield biz, hashtag area code for Springfield local businesses, whatever it is, put your city in the hashtag and then go nuts. So for me in Columbus, I was looking up hashtag Columbus small businesses, hashtag Columbus women-run businesses, hashtag 614 business, hashtag 614 salons. That is what I was looking at. And then I'm DMing all of those companies. So really getting into the weeds, doing the legwork here, looking through the hashtag and finding out which companies are more than likely going to support you. And when I say more than likely, it's because in Columbus, I only had about 2,000 or 3,000 followers at the time. So I knew I didn't have this powerhouse 20K volume brand to be like, oh, you know, you're immediately going to want to work with me because I have so many followers. That wasn't the case. I really had to pitch myself. So I knew companies with that would maybe like struggling in the social media world or struggling in the marketing world were more than likely going to partner with me. So if their Instagram, you know, had 500 followers or their Instagram only had a couple hundred followers or maybe they were just starting out, they're probably going to say yes. They're probably going to reach out and say, I'd love to partner with you because they need all the exposure they can get versus companies that have 50K followers and they're, you know, top rated in Columbus. They're probably not going to say yes right away. You have to continue to build your brand and kind of work up to those companies. So I would start with small businesses and I did that. I started doing giveaways. So I would do a giveaway with, for example, I do like a spa giveaway. I had 3,000 followers, but I would look up 614 salons, 614 hair, 614 nails, 614 spray tanning, and I would do four Columbus small businesses 
and I would do a giveaway, giving a free service to each of those businesses. And that is great exposure because those companies are going to post your face on their Instagram and then they're all going to be redirected to your profile and people are going to follow you to do the giveaway, to enter the giveaway. And you're giving away a really nice price package, right? Because you're offering something, even if it's a $20 gift card from 614 Nails, you're offering something to your followers. So look up local hashtags and start DMing them. Say, hi, my name's Stephanie. I am this, I do this, and my brand is this. I would love to potentially collaborate with you. Boom. You already, you've introduced yourself. You're telling them who you are. You're telling them what you're about, what your brand is about, and what you want to do for them. Make it very, very simple on their end. What are you going to do for them? You know, don't just say I want a free product. That sucks. You need to say, this is what I'm trying to do. And this is what I want to do for you. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to build both of your brands up, right? So look up those local hashtags. If you need to make a little script in your notes on your phone and say, you know, write it out, say, hi, I'm Kelly and I live here in Columbus, Ohio. My brain is all about empowering, connecting women, and I love local businesses. I would love to provide you with content. I would love to provide you with photos and shout outs on my Instagram in exchange for blank, whether it's a free product, a free pair of leggings, a free batch of cookies, a free service, whatever it is. Send that out to a ton of local companies and see what they said. And now that's eventually going to build up to larger businesses. So now I work nationwide with companies all over the country and the globe, which is super cool. But it started with me focusing in on those small businesses in Columbus. And now I still try to work as many small businesses as I can, but you got to start somewhere. And it's whether you have a thousand or 2000 or 500,000, everyone's trying you know, to get their name out there. And there's hardly anyone who's not going to offer a free product or service in exchange for that. Um, the other thing you can do is tag anyone you want to collaborate with. So anytime you post, say, for example, I'm posting about the wedding I'm planning. I'm going to tag a ton of wedding companies and this has already worked. So I tagged or I posted about my engagement and I tagged this company called Birdie Gray. They fashion bridesmaids dresses. They responded back and they said, congratulations on your engagement. I'd be really interested in doing a collaboration with you. Boom. Oh, you're able to tag up to 20 people. So tag companies you'd want to work with. Simple as that. In your post, I mean, really utilize absolutely everything that you can in these posts and tag companies you want to work with so they get an idea of who you are and what you're doing. All right, next. I already mentioned giveaways, but I'll kind of explain this a little bit more. You've DM'd a ton of companies and you're saying, hey, I want to work with you. This is my plan, blah, blah, blah. I would always encourage you to try to do a giveaway with like one to four companies because that's going to maximize your engagement and keep it within a theme. So confidence building giveaway, self-care giveaway, Thanksgiving giveaway, holiday giveaway, staycation giveaway, whatever it is, you know, try to get four brands that kind of align with that little package you're presenting and then deliver that to your audience on social media. They're probably not going to engage with more than four because you have, when you do a giveaway, you're saying, Hey guys, I'm doing a self-care giveaway. You need to follow Kelly Hall. 
spa number one, spa number two, spa number three, spa number four to enter the giveaway and then comment and tag three friends in order to enter. So if you're putting five, six, 25 businesses on there, people are not going to follow all those companies. That's a ton of work. So keep the magic number between one and four and keep it within the same theme. So don't do like, you know, liquid IV and then also do, you know, an animal product for your dog. Like, you know, liquid IV, vitamins, water, whatever else. Like keep it within the same theme. But giveaways really do work. They're going to get you exposure. I did like one giveaway a month for like a year when I was living in Columbus. That's really what helped get me from I'd say 2,000-ish followers to about 5,000 followers all organically, but you need to make the giveaways worth it. And most businesses will do them. They'll throw in a free product. They'll throw in a free gift card. They'll throw in a free pair of leggings. They'll throw in a free service because that's giving them extra exposure as well. So giveaways are one of my secret sauces. And then other things are trades. You also need to be willing to do some of this for free. I'm going to get into in a minute paid posts, but Trades are really important, and I still do trades because, first of all, there's some products I just absolutely want, and I don't mind posting about them. But number two, that is still exposure, and you're building your brand as you do that. You need to work with companies. So, say you'll you know you'll post about a product. Hey, like I'd love for you to send some lotion my way, and I'd be happy to post for it. But you have to post. You have to do a little Instagram story that's cute or you have to do a little post on your grid story that's cute. But provide them with that content. Um, But don't feel like you're above getting free products, especially when you're starting out with companies. Trades are really, really important. And then whether – I would try to focus on brands especially if your number one goal here is to grow as an influencer and get more followers, I would put a lot of effort into finding a balance between really small businesses that maybe only have 100 to 700 to 1,000 followers. You're not going to get as much engagement from those, but sprinkle in also partnerships with followings of 5,000 or 6,000. Put some of those in your giveaways or do some trades with those companies because they do have large followings and that following is going to come visit your page when you do trades with them. So, I mean, if you have a business that has 10K followers and they're willing to do a trade with you, when you tag them and they repost you, that's giving you a lot of added exposure. Now, second to last, some of the easiest things you can do to look more professional and really start getting your brand in line is set up a separate email account. Don't have people going to spicygirl101 at barbie on gmail.com. Have them, you know, if your brand is beauty and babes with Kelly, like have a beauty with babes at Kelly at gmail.com email. Have that linked to your Instagram. Make it really, really easy for companies to find you. Guys, I have a whopping six email addresses. Six. I know. That's super nauseating. But I have six of them because they're all for different things. I have one for my wedding. I have one for my photography. I have one for my trash and junk email. And I have one for collaborations with Instagram. And I have a Navy email. I have a lot of different emails going on, but they're all for different things. And it makes me really feel organized about all these different things I'm doing. But... With influencing, it has helped me a ton to have an email on my Instagram that's separate from all the rest that I can keep just for influencing needs, and it makes it look very, very professional. Additionally, 
I would recommend you build your media kit. When you start doing collaborations with brands, you start doing some giveaways, you start working with a lot of companies, you're creating a lot of content for them. Do this as much as you possibly can and be willing to do it for free. But when you get to a sweet spot and you feel like your following is really growing, your engagement is really growing, you have a lot of people interacting with your page, you kind of get to a point where you feel comfortable charging. And I can't remember what the magic word is, but I think it's like if you have 5% engagement with your followers in there, if you're having a lot of people interact with your posts, you're probably getting to a sweet spot where you can start charging because companies are going to want to know your insights. A whole different story. Sorry, guys. But media kits are good for building that and sharing those insights. So you're getting to a point now where you feel comfortable charging. You can charge as little as 20 bucks for a post, but I would still recommend you have a media kit. You can find easy media kits on Canva. That's um, it's an app and it's also an online tool, a website rather that you can use. And there's multiple, multiple templates on there for media kits. So you're going to post who you are, what your brand is, the services you offer, and your insights, and then your packages and your prices. So why that's important is because once again, you're telling them your brand, you're telling them what you do, and you're telling them what services you can offer them and making it very, very simplistic. You also have to add your insights on there. So that's why it's important that you're getting good engagement. Because even if you have only 2,000 followers, if you're getting 500 likes in your post, you got heck engagement, girl. Good job. So you need to make sure you have that engagement annotated, who your audience is, what kind of insights you're getting, and you're getting all of those from your Instagram and you're putting that in your media kit. And then additionally, you have your prices and your packages. So brands know right away, I charge this much for posts. I charge this much for Instagram stories. You're going to get X, Y, and Z amount of content with me. And you make it very simplistic for them. So a media kit is really, really good and definitely professional. Lastly, it's very important that you partner with companies and businesses you believe in. I can tell a complete difference in me when I'm excited about a brand and I can't stop creating content for them because I absolutely love them. I use them all the time. There's just certain brands, you know, I, it's part of my routine. When it's part of my routine, it makes it very, very easy for me to post about it. I don't even get paid by Body by Craig to post about him, but he's part of my routine. So boom, tag Body by Craig in my food, in my workouts, in my day-to-day routine. And he gets that added exposure. And so we do a trade for different products. But with that, when I have companies who reach out that are like, hey, you know, I'll pay you to post this, or I'm going to send you this free box of goodies. That's great. But if I'm not absolutely in love with them, I think my followers can really tell because I don't get questions about it. I don't really have people that are interested in it. But when I'm consistently posting and sharing about stuff I'm excited in, that's when my followers are like, ooh, love that workout outfit. Ooh, love this. Ooh, love that. Ooh, what skincare regimen are you using? Because they can tell I'm super passionate about it. So be picky. Don't just partner with a ton of brands because it's exciting to partner with a ton of brands. And don't just get a ton of free stuff because it's exciting to get a ton of free stuff. Be specific about what you're posting, what you're sharing, and what businesses you're partnering with. Because you want to make sure that they align with who you are, what you're doing, and what you're teaching your audience. And you want to make sure that you give these businesses the type of content and the engagement that they deserve as well. 
So to sum all of that up, right? I know that it's a handful and my mouth is really dry right now. So I'm just going to take a little sip of water over here um, because I could talk about this all day. If you haven't already noticed, this is what I do. Um, This is not fully what I do, but in the Navy, I assist a lot of recruiters with their social media. And it's because I had to learn all this myself. So sorry, I'm just drinking water over here because I'm making myself parched. Remember that your brand and the content you're producing, first and foremost, is the most important thing. You cannot start partnering with brands until you have your brand, you have your message, you know what you're teaching your audience, and you have already started creating content. Next, look up those local hashtags. Look up hashtags that fall in line with your brand, whether it's you know fitness or it's health and beauty or whatever it is, but I would always start with the city that you're living in because they're more than likely going to want to partner with you and you're going to become a local influencer. Tag, DM, all those brands and start collaborating with them. Remember to do trades, do giveaways. Don't feel like you are too good to accept free material and provide free material because offering services for free is going to get you that organic following. Set up an email. Set up an email that's separate just for Instagram, just for collaborations. Then also build your media kit. Really great templates on Canva for you to use. And lastly, partner with people you believe in because it's very transparent whenever you are not really enthusiastic about it or really excited about something and your followers really sense that. So only do things that you're extremely excited about or you you know really feel like align with who you are or you'd be willing to use. I hope... This helps. I think that it will. I think that it will help you build, crush social media, build that brand, go get it, help others, help businesses. We love local biz. Shop small this holiday season. I'm going to pitch that for all the local brands out there. And um, if you have any questions, let me know. As always, thanks for tuning in. I think the biggest misunderstanding at all is like you don't know where to start, that this is so overwhelming, and that you only really can do collaborations and brand deals if you're, you know, a 20,000 follower and above. Not true. I was doing this when I had only 2,000, 3,000 followers. So I hope this helps, guys. And go kill it out there. I can't wait to see all the incredible things you do with brands and social media. As always, this is Kelly with Misunderstood. Welcome back to Questions with Kelly, and we are specifically talking about brand collaboration. The first question I have from my awesome listeners is, how do you know which brands to collaborate with? Well, you might have like a dream list, right? You might not be like, oh, I definitely want to work with Image Skincare, or you might have companies you're already passionate about. But that aside, you really want to focus on companies that align with your brand, just like I spoke about in this episode. So... My advice would be, you know, troll those hashtags. If you want to be a a fitness guru, you're looking up a hashtag, you know, 614 fitness if you're living in Columbus or hashtag fitness matters or something like that. You're going to be looking up products, brands, companies, things like that who are in the fitness industry. Same goes for any sort of brand, any sort of line you're trying to start. So that's really how you get started. I mean, shoot your shot. Nothing is wrong with sending messages to dozens of different companies and telling them you want to collaborate. Let them know why, let them know how, and see what sticks. So I would definitely get into your hashtags and start finding those companies that align with your brand. Next question is from Kimberly, and she asks, 
How do you know if businesses are legitimate? Well, let me explain something to you. There is something called bots. Bots are in the Instagram world and they're robots that are just spamming your DMs or millions of other people's DMs with, hey, love your profile, would love to collaborate, XOXO, skincare. If they're not personalizing their message to you, first of all, there's a good chance it's a bot. Second of all, I think legitimacy definitely comes behind what does their Instagram account look like? Is their website legitimate? Do they have other influencers? All of these things are things I look into and I can look immediately on company's profile. For example, Teamy Blends, go on their Instagram account. You can see they have dozens of ambassadors and dozens of influencers and they also have a following of 1 million people. That's a pretty good opportunity. You know, it's a really good brand to collaborate with. So check out that legitimacy. Also, if you start emailing and going back and forth, they hopefully have a social media marketing manager or um, some sort of social manager who makes the company a little bit more legitimate or you're talking to the owner itself. Last, what should I charge per post? So this part definitely gets a little bit dicey. Your engagement matters. If you are getting, you know, more than 5% engagement on your posts. So for example, if you have 10,000 followers and you're getting more than 500 likes per post, that's a really, really good engagement rate. So I would kind of start saying like what you're comfortable with. How much time are you spending on collaboration or for content? You know, some just want to do it for trade. Some companies just want to send you free stuff and then, you know, have a post and then their job is done. But I think there comes a certain point where you should definitely take your time into account and factor that into some sort of financial substitution or benefit. I mean, any little bit matters. You start charging $50 a post or $25 a post or $100, um, you're going to start building your confidence and you're going to start learning what you think your posts are worth and also see what people like to offer you slash collaborate with because you might be like, oh, $500 a post and you know how many brands that are collaborating with you. And sometimes it's worth charging less in order to collaborate with a good brand. So I hope that helps. Guys, as always, DM me and give me a shout out on at misunderstood.podcast. Screenshot this episode. Let me know something that you learned. I would love to hear from you guys. Thanks so much. Until next time, this is Kelly with Misunderstood. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys, and I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram, and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you love, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you are looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall. Kelly Hall.